set up well, the drums, and then there was a sign that he would set up on either but you did side know of the drum set. And one said, that it represents you've done, done it. You hired Purdy the shuffle. hit maker Bernard Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> and before we finish, we're going to do a little bit of that too. Nine. Now, now that we've got the 12-4 and the 12-8. Farts, 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 farts. Remember that word. Good levels, both of you. Check, 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 check. Chris, you want to check yours? Check, 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 check. Microphone check. One, two. What is this? Keep talking. <laughs> uh, it's found with the business. There you I, go. I flow like gravity. Check, 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 check. And I've never had a cavity. Wow. I've got more rhymes. I think I just switched songs. <laughs> Better rhythms got Family. Song. No need to sweat Arsenio to gain some type of fame. There's no shame in my game. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Jonah Radio. The last minute and 16, 17, 18 seconds you heard was Bernard Purdy, Neil Mahoney, Chris McKillop, and me, Cash Hart. So once again, Jonah Ray is on the road on assignment for Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, we Did we are, assign him to do his dream job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it was totally, we were like, he checked in with us. He was like, guys, I'm thinking about it. And we're like, you should probably switch back over to your agent and say yes. And he did. <laughs> That sounds, go, that sounds like it generated from him, though. It wasn't like an assignment. We didn't, like, say, go, do well, this. Well, he, he did call us right when he got his dream job. He was, like, on the phone. He's like, I have to, hold on, I have to talk to the idiots I do a podcast with to make sure that <laughs> they're okay with it. And then uh, he conferenced us in. He's got, a, he, he's got us both on speed dial, both on 211. It just says idiots. And it calls <laughs> both of us at the same time. Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are suffering without Jonah. He is he's out in the world. We're at home, but we've made up for it. There ha- as you may have noticed, there's been a little shuffling around with the, the power vacuum that happens when Jonah leaves town. Normally we do a Mahona radio, but like that's a once in a while treat, so we didn't want to spoil your appetite by giving you a bunch. So we sort of shifted around and I've been talking a lot more and Neil's sort of moved over almost like a consultant producer producerial role I'm a feature motherfucker yeah he's a feature really on this one um so say it say it clean so Bill can get that no okay um so what we we've done or what I've done really because I didn't really consult Neil about this is like what do we need we need another Neil figure Neil is too busy doing a lot of the other stuff being featured so what I did was I put out a very specific call. I said, you have to be an Emmy-nominated television editor. You cannot have one. Did you use ZipRecruiter? I did use ZipRecruiter. <laughs> uh, Emmy-nominated television editor. Um, someone who's known me for over a dozen years. So, And uh, you had to be Iranian. And uh, the closest I got was Chris McCaleb. Chris McCaleb, everybody. You may know him from... <laughs> Your applause drop is so much better than mine. It's so sparse and lonely. I, one, of the other, one of the other conditions was you had to come in with your own sound drops, and Chris McCaleb has done that. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks a lot. It's Pe- great to be here. People may uh, also know you, uh, as, as I do every week, as the... Uh, host, co-host, now host of 
the Better Call Saul podcast. And he That's did the, true. And so if these dulcet tones sound familiar, they might sound familiar from that, which is a great podcast. If I, I can't recommend it enough. It's so cool. And every week you get to hear... Peter Gilligan, uh, Peter Gilligan. Peter Gilligan. I like that. Gilligan. Well, that's that. That's their one credit. That's I'll run that by them. Peter yeah. Gilligan. I'll see if they like that. Uh, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, two very talented. Uh, the professor amazing, and Marianne on both. <laughs> uh, two very talented, amazing guys. Oh, female nailed it. This is amazing. I love it. Um, Giggle like schoolboys is what I was going to say. Because there's like two or three times where it's just like, wow, these guys are really powerful and restricted. And they're having so much like teenage fun on that podcast. <laughs> they are. It's, it, it's kind of, it, it, they, they joke that we've moved more into like a morning zoo format because we also, we have a fictional character that I that oh, started. Right. I have this, I have one of those Costco stuffed bears, yes. those five foot bears. <laughs> And I named him Mike Behrmantraut, uh-huh. like the character Mike Ehrmantraut, sure. if you're unfamiliar with the show. Um, and Catch up. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, uh, and our also Cash, our mutual friend, Chris Sullivan, uh, is an actor. And he, uh, years ago, encouraged me to start an Instagram for this bear. And we did little <laughs> videos, and he's the voice of this bear. Well, the bear lives at work. Everybody's grown very attached to this bear. And... Um, uh, I love what so he's on the podcast now, and and it happens whenever they they need they don't have a piece of information they need somebody's name a location and they're like I think Mike knows that and then we just drop Sully <laughs> saying you know that's you know whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah. oh that character was played by exactly Re- Re- Regina George <laughs> not not the woman from that's a character from Mean Girls I watched oh. Mean Girls last night a little bit on TV. A little bit? A little bit. You didn't make it all the way through? No, I was exhausted. (laughs) That was a cash register. (laughs) It's from when we get up into the cash register. (laughs) Uh, This is exactly what you want. You want somebody to listen to your podcast and go like, this is, these are the parody points. These are the the points I can put pressure on to make everybody laugh. It's a caricature. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Like, like, uh, someone, yeah. This is you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, this is us. That's what Chris is on. But it's, oh. a, it's a good, good association. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. It's it's a great podcast, and uh, it's uh, you you may have heard past guests uh, Ray Seahorn and Bob Odenkirk on there. Um, yes, that's not true. They've never been. They've here. never run. They've on never been here. No, they've oh, never. I don't. No. I don't know Ray. Uh, uh, Ray's awesome. Neil, Neil and I uh, know Bob from way back, um, yeah. which is actually how we met. We, be, we we met working for Bob, but this was back when he was a goof around guy. <laughs> not, not your Spielberg working, uh, better call lawyering, playing seven characters at the same time on a TV show and managing now, to do it amazing. I've ne- even the people such as yourselves or people who worked on Mr. Show, I've never heard of uh, Bob Odenkirk referred to as like a goof around guy. <laughs> I mean, he's a pretty, he's a, he takes things pretty seriously. A- employment only. He I was employed you. as yeah, a goof he was, around guy. He was he was, making you he's laugh. never yeah. a, a goof yeah. around guy. Yeah. He's, I mean, he takes things really seriously, which is why he's so good at it. Yes, he is. When I had to fix his, uh, uh, the old blueberry Mac Oh, yeah. Oh, those old uh, eyes. computer was broken. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess I know how to fix that. Let me uh, sit down here. And he's going, God damn it. (laughs) Neil and I once spent, was it a whole weekend or was it just one day? We built a pool in his backyard. Yep. Like one of those. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, above ground pools. Like we we got sand and we shoveled it in and like grew him the sand and then built the size and filled it with water. Did and he it, know it was happening or is yeah, this like a no, prank no, no. where he was, came uh, out to his yard? It was, yard for and his was like Jesus. Birthday. It was yeah. for his daughter's birthday, and it was like the it was a weird like you know because when you we we can all talk about this when you meet people that you were starstruck by and then you get to know them again, uh, then you get to know them and you then. There's there's occasionally a second starstruckness that happens where it's just like, and that happened to me that day where I'm like, yeah, I, I know this dude from Mr. Show and I thought it was really cool when I got to know him and now I'm doing chores with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all drinking iced tea. Drinking there. iced tea and feeling proud about building something that probably shouldn't have taken us that long to build. It probably shouldn't have been built there. <laughs> I was like, this Side thing springs hell. a link. Uh, if this springs a leak. <laughs> oh. If, it, if that pool started leaking, it could have taken the whole neighborhood down that hill. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Uh, no no fire, no flood. No no good. You know, I don't know what I pictured. as I've been, I've been listening to the podcast. Uh-huh. I like it. I, I've never done a podcast with handheld mics. Oh, really? It's, it's yeah. fun. I like it. P- yeah. Several people have noted that before. Yeah. We, they, they, we so, and nobody wears headphones except me, which can lead to some problems, but... We do find that it leads to a lot people. There is a podcast space that people swing into, or at least an interview mm-hmm. space, especially when you're dealing with musicians, where it's just like they're like, "Oh, I'm uh, I got my mic in front of me. I got I got my headphones on. I'm going to talk to you, and then I'm going to give you a couple of drops for for when I'm not in town, and then I'm going to take off out of here." And we're right. sitting on couches with handheld yeah. mics, and like this that sounds not so great, but I do feel like it affects. <laughs> The quality Whoa. of the story sometimes. It's atmosphere. Yes. The rapper. Yep. Uh, Slugging. Uh, Speaking of rappers, uh, oh. we, we got uh, requests on Twitter that I do Neil's Hip Hop Corner. Neil's Hip Hop Corner. You got you got a drop for us, Chris? I, I know we didn't prep you for the name of this, <laughs> but Neil's never prepped for anything. So it's, once again, just matching the tone. I super prepped this week. I yeah, spent upwards of 25 hey, minutes. You these mashed potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Did you was that custom made or did you find that? Hey, have you tried these mashed potatoes? <laughs> Yummy! It, it's almost like it's a reaction to the main the themes the main title of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dick and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, we run into this guy. Yeah, he's in, he's he's not he's, interested in f- yeah, fucking he, them. He yeah. got here late. He didn't know. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know the backstory about these. He does not know what kind of party this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the the best type of party. We didn't even play though. We didn't even play it. No, no, I did. I cut it in. Oh. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, man. This thing, it gets more meta by the day. Um, So, anyway, uh, I went through the the Jonah Radio inbox and looked for hip hop stuff that we could play because, you know, we can't play anything uh, popular because we don't pay for anything. Uh, I found this guy. His name's Roisy Rothschild. Roisy. He's a British rapper. Uh, I went through his Twitter handle. Uh, it's R O Y Z Y R O T H S Child. Uh, like all his like photos, he can't really decide what kind of rapper he is. <laughs> like he can't decide, or you can't no, decide. He can't. Like no? in one photo, he's like wearing. All like kind of New York Yankees gear, but it's red and white. Like that doesn't make any sense. 
And then in the video, we got a good price on it. (laughs) Yeah. In the video for this song that I'm about to play, he's like kind of wearing an ill fitting suit and holding a giant cigar and like being like a, I don't know, like a Pete nice type kind of rapper. Um, But any hue, any uh, hues. So I, I I found two, two, two rap musics that I'm going to (laughs) play. Uh, this one's Roy Rothschild featuring Colleen Lucrezia or Lucrezia. Uh, it's called, uh, I forget what it's called. It, it says the name of the production company as the song title, Clark Gable music. Anyway, uh, this is Roy Z. Rothschild, uh, submitted to Jonah radio at Jonah radio at gmail.com.
it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Did you did you make that? Did you get like? Yeah, no, I made room? that. Yeah. No, that's 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 just me. <laughs> just I, I, looping your in own like five about. or six takes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, this that's the, already more effort than I've put in in six years. <laughs> uh, like, write in for I your favorite Neil song. Mahoney. Is it Neil Mahoney or is it Chris McCaleb? Write <laughs> in. Yeah. Nailed put, it. <laughs> I, I like the lady nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think he's he's made he, he. I'm grading him highly on my card. I don't know what your card is like. We'll put them together at the end, guys. Gotta, I'm right we, here. Well, we'll we got to talking about me like I'm not I here. Think I need to. Rec- That's another part myself. of being Neil. Recuse, recluse, rec- recuse, recluse yourself. The brown no. recuse. <laughs> <laughs> the deadliest of all. Uh, Talk to Chris. He works on a legal show. Um. Is that what Better Call Saul is? Yeah, is that a legal, is that a legal show? show? It's, a legal dr- it's, it's why you guys are always up against Judge Judy every year, right? Yeah. The, oh, totally. Season. What's it like totally. working with Dick Wolf? <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I had that. I don't. Well, that was my favorite thing about working at Downtown Center Studios, not to get too inside baseballs. Mm-hmm. But there was a parking space reserved for Dick Wolf. Oh, I saw that a couple of weeks ago when yeah. I was there. Yeah, I always took a picture of it, and I was like, "No one cares about this picture." <laughs> Guys, write in. How would you park in Dick Wolf's space? Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's been a. I've I've been I've been real busy this week, guys. I did not uh, get a chance to do a whole lot besides uh, work. But boy, am I. We're doing this on a Sunday. It's a nice Sunday. It's like it's a it's a beautiful guys Sundays. They're great. Oh, I'm not doing so well steering that thing. Neil, what do you got? Uh, you want to do music news? We got music news? I pulled up a web page called Pitchfork. All right. <laughs> oh, this is the new music news. Jesus, dog? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Music news. Uh, we don't have internet, so I can only read headlines. So, snail mail. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Uh, it's good so far. Yeah. Paul McCartney announces massive new Wings reissue. Well, that's, that's great. I, I guess. Is he on his it, masturbation tour still, where he's it, talking about all the, no. the group jerk sessions that they used <laughs> yeah. to have? Oh, that's right. What yeah. a, it's like it, we want to hear. Like everybody wants details about the Beatles. It's always nice, but nobody wants that. No, yeah. cool it, man. I like how he's moved, but he, it, once he's like, "Oh, I've destroyed somebody's memories of the Beatles with that." Let's move on to destroying people's memories of wings. Like yeah. I got a whole career that I can go through here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like how in the past that probably would have been a story for a while, but in the current news cycle it was like eight hours. Yeah. Well, <laughs> people cared about him jerking off with John Lennon. It's it it, it is amazing. I uh, past guest Bill Corbett uh, tweeted about uh, tweeted about um, he was at the checkout counter and took a picture, and it was a. Uh, one of those Time Life magazines that they put out on like anniversaries of something, and it was—it's the twentieth anniversary of JFK Jr. Guys, oh, jeez, crashing that plane, crashing that plane, him and near my hometown. Was it Daryl Hannah? Was that his wife? No, it was his no. wife though. Right? Were they dating? No. Daryl Hannah's still alive. Yeah, Daryl Hannah is still alive. <laughs> yeah, I think he was solo in the plane. Besides, right? she would have been fine. They went in the ocean, and she just go back. Yeah, and that's fish. true. Amazing. Just return to where she came from. Um, but uh, I. I was thinking about that because he posted it and I wrote back to him and I was like, is that something that Twitter has not handled yet? Twitter has handled a lot of things, a couple of elections, all the craziness that's going on in the White House, all the weird celebrity shit. Has it dealt with a celebrity 
plane crash yet, or celebrity death by plane crash. Because I guess Harrison. Yeah, Ford, Harrison Ford. The, yeah, he's he yeah, 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 ticking but, time bomb. But everybody, but you get the jokes about it, like that. The the, the like tragedy of something like that has not been dealt dealt with by Twitter. Like something that everybody knows. That's like a. I guess like because like uh, I, I'm trying to think. Has like a the Reagan getting shot or. Like nine eleven was too young. What's the most serious thing? <laughs> you keep going. Yeah, what's, what's you're really most, getting into it. What's the most serious thing that that Twitter can handle? So we is that on accordion? Yeah, I found that on YouTube. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, but like. What uh, maybe like the the kids getting taken away from from that's everybody? That's pretty serious. Um, but like I'm I'm trying to think of like something that was really shocking. That journalist that got I guess the journalist, the yeah. That's that's that's, that's crazy, that's man. That's current news, or just every moment of every fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but the, I mean everything is just like taken and broken down, and every reaction possible happens on Twitter and. And a day and then yeah. it everybody's like okay we processed it where it's sort of like man I, I remember the days when somebody had to like bring you news yeah or or like you had to go to the newspaper or, what it or does wait. Is it, it shrinks every like global event down to the same size and digestible caplet that, yeah uh your friend going look at what my crazy cat did yeah like th- those are back-to-back stories and they're given equal weight and real estate on your phone as you're looking at them and you're like well I'll choose to ignore one of these yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be the crazy cat because that's adorable. Yeah. And I, I get you. Eventually you'll get to meet that cat. Yeah. If you play your cards right. If I'm not going to meet cards right. climate change. Well, I guess we all kind of are. But. LP accuses Spotify of not protecting artists against fraud. Uh, I, I, I read about this or I read so I can give you more than the headline. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't even scroll down any further because I don't have internet. Well, that's, um, that's the, that's the end of music news. <laughs> Because well, I don't know who any of these other artists are. I guess I've heard of Beirut, but... That was a John Hamm movie, right? No, no, it's a <laughs> band called Beirut. It's the game you play, right? That's what, like, Midwesterners call beer pong? You talking about boofing? No, I'm not talking about boofing. Oh, the drinking game. <laughs> oh, that's a good air horn. The, the Devil's Triangle drinking game. No, like beer pong. <laughs> You're missing all my Kavanaugh references. I don't know. I just, was, is that the judge thing? I yeah. was. I was. There's a. There's an adorable dog. Yeah, you talk video. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for me. Anything new in your life musically? Um, what's your music background? What's the first show you went to? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah, that's that's a good question. Hey, yeah, let's give it. Let's get a little biography. Where are you from? First of all. You're, well, that's you, kind of a personal question. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. what's gonna. Well, you know. I'm I'm here. I'm here to fill out the uh, Wikipedia of the my, uh, the the Better Call Saul cast and crew. So I'm asking a lot of uh, ages, where you're from, for that's everyone fair. you know. That's fair. That's my um, subtle uh, other goal. That's definitely fair. Uh, I was born in Chicago, but I grew up mostly in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. And then I escaped from Tucson. I love Tucson, by the way, but I did escape. It's too hot. It's yeah. very hot. Very it's too, dry. And every time I visit, it's like, how did I grow up here? It's, you forget how fucking hot it and gets. Miserable. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, I, 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 I 
the the ability of not being able to go outside like what six months of the year or sustain uh what's what's going on just playing a little like music bed it's a buddy rich drum solo it's about 10 minutes long oh good he's not in gonna sue us um no he's super dead yeah but it 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 it, it uh, it sucks. It, it's what it seems like when I w- when I went there. I've only been there twice, but uh, a lot, why is everything the same color? Why are all the houses the same color? <laughs> in Tucson? Yeah, I think it, they're all trying to blend in. They just don't want you to see their house. Yeah. You don't want like is that just to... that's just more desert? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it looks. Uh, that that stone has a window. Yeah. <laughs> don't land here in your airplane. Yeah, um, and the, but you escaped from Tucson. I you, did. I I transferred my sophomore year of college, and I went to Loyola Marymount, which is where I met a lot of the people that, uh, through whom I know Cash. Yes, I met you at Loyola Marymount, even though I was not at Loyola Marymount. Yeah, I think of you as having gone to LMU, even though I know that that's not the case. I, I, I refer to a bunch of people that that I know uh, that in your in your group in your college group as people I went to college with, and then people are like, "You didn't go to college there." <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we started hanging out in college, and then you. You didn't initially move into post uh, coming out of college, were you? Post production, uh, pretty close. I mean, after college, you know, you just need to get a job of some kind. And yeah. my first job was as a PA at MTV, but it was this weird thing that they were trying that now is not that weird. They used to, you know, they'd spend like a million dollars on a pilot of mm-hmm. some kind, and mm-hmm. then they were like. What if we took all that money and we just made pilot presentations for no money to oh, see yeah, if these yeah, shows yeah. work, right. yeah. which is now just television. Two dozen instead yeah. of yeah. one. Exactly. It was yeah. called, they called it uh, the Greenhouse, MTV oh, okay. Greenhouse. And uh, they only ended up making the one world. show, though. Oh, really? Uh, they did it again the next year, uh, and I worked on that, too. But uh, I, I was interested in some of the post-production stuff. And then uh, I... Through my, my mom grew up in Williamstown, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and one of her best friends, uh, her best friend's sister, is um, uh, Maggie Renzi, who is uh, John Sayles' producer and yeah, yeah, yeah. partner. And uh, it had always been kind of thrown out there if I was, you know, if I got interested in movies, <clears throat> which they knew I was, mm-hmm. that I could go work on one of their movies. That's so cool. I went, I worked on the movie Sunshine State. Mm, as a, I was a post Florida. PA, but <clears throat> but I got what's, my voice is going away. I don't well, know what's happening. You you you're you know meeting your heroes. It, it happens. <laughs> by which I mean that's true. Know. I can barely I can barely stand believe that I'm in this room. <laughs> um, and you can feel Jonah in here, even though he's not in here. No, that's no. he left some laundry. That's all that is. <laughs> oh, it's more of it's a smell thing. Yeah. Then okay, we do have a voicemail that we can play for him. Later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. Because um, he's he's on stage. I wanted to get him on, but I, then I looked at the schedule and I was like, "Oh, he's yeah. going to be doing his show." Um, but then you worked. Uh, oh, so but just to, to wrap that uh-huh. out, I, I, is that was post, and it was sort of my first taste, and it, it cut on film. Oh, and so like a year later, like Steamback, like physically like a, like a flatbed. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, no and way. So I learned to pop tracks and sync dailies on film. So wow. crazy. And I had, I had in college I had been a projectionist, so I also projected the dailies. Mm-hmm. We we would watch dailies at the end of every day of production. And John Sales is so fast that they would come back. They would every day they wrapped early, and we, we were racing to try and get shit for them to actually watch wow. wow so yeah it was it was cool it, w- it was a really awesome experience and and um 
you know, and being on location is the best. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, I suppose it wouldn't be if you had a family or maybe, <laughs> right, it, yeah. or maybe it would be <laughs> depending how, yeah. how much you care about yeah. or hate your family. Yeah. But it does, it kind of feels like camp a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everybody's there to kind of do the same thing, but they all have their different sort of specializ- specializations. You're all going to eat together. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. And that was a very like communal group. Oh, John, yeah. Everybody loves working for him. They all go back and, you know, they're in their, they're relatively low budget movie. I don't even know if he's still making movies. It's been a while. I, I yeah, feel like definitely. Um, he makes great movies. He's great, and he's a great guy. Um, he's quiet, but yeah. he is you know very kind and very uh, very interesting. Yeah. He's got great stories. Yeah, uh, better yeah. than this long meandering story. <laughs> um, but eventually, I I I. I, I, I the next year, I wind up uh, working as a post PA on this uh, TV show, Robbery Homicide Division, which was a CBS Ooh. show starring Tom Sizemore. Yeah, and uh, and it was produ- executive produced by Michael Mann, and Damn. that sort of that started my journey working with Michael Mann on a couple of projects. I worked on Collateral, and then I was an assistant editor and got in the union on the movie Miami Vice. Oh, killer. Where I was in, I was on location for that whole shoot. I was for in that Miami for like five, five or six months. And then the Dominican Republic for oh, three shit. and a half weeks. And then uh, Uruguay for a week. And then we had to go back to Miami for a month because there was some shit that went down in the Dominican Republic. Really? And, yeah. And, and Michael had been rewriting the movie while it was happening uh-huh. being shot if memory and, serves that whole movie takes place in miami right uh no, no. they go they, oh, go, they go to, go. to they get on the boat and like start crossing the caribbean a bunch well, they okay. definitely go to cuba and have a mojito yes um and some sex <laughs> as one does <clears throat> right right just hop in a, a go fast boat which sounds made up it really does it's, but it's or it's it sounds what like, they call them yeah uh, they're just they're they like cigarette boats yeah, but then they stopped. But then, yeah, yeah so everybody, everybody quit, and then now they're just go fast boats. Um, Motherfucking ass Jesus, dog. <laughs> so Wait, did you did you did you do that like Fiverr site where you just did you, 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 <laughs> I did I did all these in the Avid. Oh, really? I mean, I recorded them on my phone, and then I like fucked them up in the Avid. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, this is something I, I learned listening to Chris's podcast a couple of weeks ago. Chris cuts his podcast in Avid. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, the times I've had to edit this podcast, I did it in Premiere. Yeah, well, because <laughs> it's whatever you're fastest at. Yeah, I yeah. guess. And I, I was like, I'm not going to learn some audio thing. <laughs> it, right. The audio you stuff is fast. When yeah. you, when you know video, the audio stuff sucks. It, it like doesn't yeah. doesn't make sense. Like GarageBand is so infuriating. Yeah. It's like iMovie for sound. So sound movie. I mean, I, I sound. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, <laughs> second hip-hop track that I found in our email box. Uh, oh, wait. I got like a little uh, write-up, I think, of this guy. Ooh. Oh, wait. No, I don't. Oh. Uh, this guy's name is uh, K.O. Bracey. That's K- K-A-Y or K? K-A-Y-O. Uh-huh. And then s- surname, B-R-A-C-E-Y. Uh, I think, I, if memory serves, he's from Sacramento. Ooh, Sacton. Uh, but he, as well as Roisy Rothschild, uh, are part of what? Uh, they're in the same crew. Well, no, they're 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 part of a, a, a subgenre of submissions that are sent from 
PR people. Oh, okay. So it's very general. There's nothing. Uh, nothing about why to, this. Like yeah. they've never listened to the show mm-hmm. <laughs> or give a shit about uh, Jonah or boy <laughs> uh, or uh, any of us. They're just like checking off things on a list so that they can prove that yeah. they earned their $300 that week. Well, <laughs> by, this has got to be worth at least 70 cents. thousand outlets. Yeah. Their new single. But um, I listened to this one uh, really late this week and I was like, hey, that guy's not so bad. Uh, so here he is, uh, K.O. Bracey with Flowers. I've been down late in a funk lately. They say I won't make it. Maybe I won't make it. Thrown to the wolves lately. They just keep adding pressure. Try to work through it. Honestly, I feel the pressure. Peace of mind is so underrated now. And being a good man is unappreciated now. But if I kill myself, who gon' raise my kid, bruh? They don't call the check on me, I'm just being real, bruh. They don't ask if I'm okay. They don't care if I'm okay. Ain't supported for years. You don't care if I'm okay. Tired of praying for the same thing. Tired of losing. Tired of losing. Sick of the chains now, so I'm tying the nooses. I fight through the bruises. The pain is acoustic. Hope I get a grip before I really lose. Hope I get a grip before it gets the best of me. And you find me on the floor with a gun next to me. Can I get those flowers? Can I get those flowers? Can I get those flowers? While I can smell them. 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 Get those flowers. While I can smell them. Kitties. Those are meowing kittens. Kitties. Just a palate cleanser, you know. This is a little something different. I thought I thought it might have been like a that pitch sped up. Um, sorry, guys. I'm on my second white claw hard seltzer. Man, you are really bottoming right now. (laughs) (laughs) White claw. That could mean a lot of hard seltzer is just soda water with ethyl alcohol in it. Yeah, it's moonshine and bubbles. Ooh, Shiny Bubbles is a great name for it. Shiny Bubbles. Oh, Don Ho. Uh, in, in Neil Mahoney Loves Covers News, there's a. have you heard of a band called Car Seat Headdressed? Yes. Yes, I have. It sounds familiar to me, but I'm also like, well, maybe I'm just thinking of actual car seat headdresses. Yes. <laughs> I, I first heard of them uh, through Paul F. Tompkins, oh, really? who, who, her, uh, who I don't know, just on podcasts. Yeah. And he phrasing the question sort of the way you are, which is, have you guys heard of car seat headrest? What a stupid name. <laughs> I think he did it on Comedy Bang Bang, okay. and they actually heard it and were, were, were not thrilled about, oh, really? about him about him besmirching their name well, but they're pretty big right they have kind of I a pretty big so. following i mean they uh they everybody were, in the back seat loves them before <laughs> i before i refreshed pitch, pitchfork they were part of the headlines <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess I I knew they were a band. I guess. Okay. But uh, uh, but I love cover songs, and they did a a cover of uh, Hey Ya. Uh, and uh, this is a like a bad phone recording of a live show that I ripped from YouTube. So don't sue us. Who YouTube? They don't. Sue. This is Hey Ya. Oh, you think you got it. Oh, Oh, it is. Yeah. It's not a great cover. They're kind of like a, as far as like being like an emo kind of, or not, I don't know, that's an overused term, like an indie rock band and kind of slackery. You, you got to fucking commit to that song if you're going to do it. You got to yeah. be like upbeat and upbeat fucking and upbeat. in it to win Shots it. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. It's like covers of the drops. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh, man. Chris, you're going to, you're, you, Jonah's going to call you when we get back. You get back into town. Speaking of which, let's hear a call from Jonah. Yeah. Shall we? Wait. Sure. Fuck. What did I do with it? Isolated it drums, tracks. Is it in your oh, messages? here we go. Symphony Hall, Atlanta. Jonah's in Atlanta tonight, but uh, 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 when you're hearing this, they're in Cleveland. <laughs> so uh, Those aren't close, either. Well, they're kind of close. Hey, guys. It's Jonah. Uh, I'm leaving a message for uh, Cash and Neil. Uh, Neil, I have all of it. Should I start that over? First. Let me just get that out of the way. Um, I am in Atlanta right now. Um, getting ready to do two shows. We did two shows last night in Orlando, and we're doing two shows tonight in Atlanta, and we have two days up. Uh, so, very much looking forward to that. The show is a big break. I have a piano in my dressing room, and it goes a little something like this. you took over no well and now we're listening to the isolated drum track of jeff pocaro from toto playing rosanna <laughs> i want you to just nailed it <laughs> i want you to throw to it like it's an actual song and yeah it's just... 
It's so it's just the isolated drum track. Yeah, yeah, it's so boring. <laughs> I, I mean, like it. I think I find it very it's relaxing. Steadfast. Yeah. It's great. I watched like I I went to your house for your yard sale today, and no one else was there besides your girlfriend. Yeah. And so I sat on the couch watching isolated drum track videos on YouTube for like two hours. <laughs> I forgot to give you that bowling ball. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, guys, garage sales. Um, they're just the worst thing. Nightmare. In the world. Yeah. I, I mean, it's great. We sold some stuff. We 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 oh, got rid of such some a stuff. nightmare for you. You weren't there the first day. And you showed up for like eight minutes the second day. No, I was there for the beginning of both, oh, okay. which meant that there was. I wouldn't say it was a crowd. It was just like three old ladies who clearly knew each other and don't like each other. Oh, because they're elbowing each other at yes. every yard sale. Yes, and it was just <laughs> like, no, that's my pile. And I was like, nobody's bought anything, ladies. You can all get it. And they're like, no. I picked it up. I put it in my pile. I'm going to look at it later, so she can't look at it now. Oh, weird. Yeah. And then and then I left, and then I came back seven hours later, eight hours later, and the shit they were arguing over was still there. Nobody bought it. Weird. Yeah. It's. I definitely got the vibe, because your neighbors uh, have two small children, mm-hmm. and they were selling a bunch of baby gear. Mm-hmm. That, like, shortest story ever. Oh, yeah. Lying about baby shoes. Never worn. Never worn. <laughs> like, just looking at all those baby clothes, I was like... This is this is sad. Yikes! <laughs> scary. What? There's like a weird jumpsuit that's just kind of laid out flat, like a well they're, stencil. I think, baby. <laughs> frankly, oh god. Frankly, I think my uh, uh, they don't listen. So it, I think it was one of my neighbors going like, "No, we're done having kids." Uh, oh. to, to his <laughs> wife, like, "We have to. Let's sell the baby shit because we're not gonna use it anymore." And I don't yeah. think she's like, "Well, we should." Should still hold on to this, just in case. What do you mean, just in case? And then to run away. It's away. Isolated drum tracks teach you the fallacy of thinking the drummer is the wild and crazy guy, because he's all he's doing is making a rhythm. Like this, like I I knew Toto was a band. I couldn't name a song by them ever. Yeah, but. The fucking drummer from Toto was always on the cover of like Modern Drummer magazine. I was like, "Who gives a shit about Toto?" Like, cause, like but Nirvana was out and shit. Weren't, like, weren't they like a supergroup though? They they were like it were was they? they were like the uh, studio supergroup. Oh, like they? they had all played on Hot Shit, and then somebody somebody want, the songwriter basically said like, "Oh." I'm just going to go get all the best guys that I know because I'm a working songwriter. Sounds and like a the- Steely Dan recipe. Yeah. Um, um, I- Ugh. We should have Dave Lyons here to dissect Toto for us. Uh, um, we can't steal the- 100% of their podcast. Yeah, just I invited him, but he's he's <laughs> at the arcade. <laughs> God. Some, some, day, some days people just live the way that you hoped you lived when you were a teenager. Yeah, if you, the more you go out during the day, I start feeling old because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my life isn't this anymore. I can't just get drunk at 9 a.m. Yeah. and then like kick around it's shirtless, maybe. I've never been shirtless. I've never had shirtless guy physique. Well, so you, but that's the thing is you're getting out of shirtless guy physique area and you're getting into like don't care enough to put on a shirt age yeah. area like yeah. you're, you're either way you're gonna never get gonna happen area. never gonna happen never now i like I, I would have to so many fundamental things about my life would have to change <laughs> for me to be comfortable 
to be shirtless where I'm not supposed to be. It, it's it's uncomfortable even to be shirtless where I'm like at the beach or at the pool or at the yeah. pool, yeah. yeah, or in my room alone. <laughs> um, but right now I'm picturing a guy who doesn't have a shirt, can't get into a business because he has no shirt, but then complaining like I. Can I buy a shirt so I can go in? <laughs> like, if I give you money to go in, will you bring me out a shirt so I can go in and buy another 30 rack of natural light? <laughs> Do you remember our friend Nathan from back in the day? Uh, the name sounds really I didn't want to say his full name just in case, because uh, a lot of things in his life have changed. Um, okay. But uh, we, we were, he was one of my roommates. They, they can't hear it. That's all my own speakers. It was one of my roommates in college and uh, and then after college. And we went to a Coldplay concert with our girlfriends at the time. So it wasn't just two guys at a Coldplay concert <laughs> at, uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. We're way in the back. And uh, the guy behind us vomited all over Nathan, oh, all over his damn. jacket and his shirt. And so Nathan just took off his jacket and shirt and we just kept on part wow. he was he was the shirtless guy at the Coldplay concert <laughs> I love the idea of the shirtless guy in the back row yeah right? like, way in the like, back like yeah woo, he's still into it he bought woo. shitty seats yeah yeah <laughs> I wish I've, I could name a Coldplay song but I can't yellow yellow I, I mean like I thought it was lemons <laughs> I was like, play lemons <laughs> Shut up, dummy! <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've I haven't comfortably taken off my shirt in a very very long time. Um, Neil, can I help you? <laughs> Just, I'm, tell, think back of all the times I've taken off my shirt around you. Were any of them comfortable? Uh, For whom? Yeah, that's for what me? I'm. I don't know. Uh, swimming pools. Swimming pools. Movie, movie stars. stars. Yeah. It's the Beverly Hillbillies for mm-hmm. all you millennials. <laughs> what is making goddamn noise? The power connection to the subwoofer of the speaker. Why do we have a subwoofer? Because uh, too much top woofer. Hold on a second. Got a hot text coming in from Clinton Trucks. <laughs> it's not that hot. I, I got it too. Um, guys, it's 46 minutes in. We've only Fuck played... Who, all right, who's playing B-roll of English people? Me. One of the two of you. You turned off the speakers, but no. everyone could enjoy John Bonham screaming at the engineer. Two, two three. Two. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 play another song. Where let's not play. This is a music podcast, right? I brought my stuff. Did you? You got your bands? Were you ever in a band? Uh, uh, very briefly, uh, mercifully. I'm not good at playing music. I don't have to play any instruments. I can sort of play the guitar um, just the same way that a lot of people in the 90s could sort of play a guitar. Or like still Blink-182. They're like, we should have learned to play guitar. Mark Hoppus, former guest. Uh He He said that. I've heard him say that before. That like once they got popular, he was like, fuck, we should have learned how to play guitar better. (laughs) But then they were always so busy like making music and touring the world (laughs) to learn how to play guitar better, especially once uh, Travis joins the band. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a a, Yeah. Yeah. And a like virtuoso. Yeah, that 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 that's something my roommates actually said to me, who is who is a musician and he's like 
he, he's got s- some trepidation around music because he's like, I am a musician. I cannot work as a musician. Like I can, I can work as myself, right. but like I'm never joining anybody else's band. I feel no. the same way about editing. You're never gonna just edit everything or nothing. Well, no, I just I don't really know how the software works. I just know how to tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, but but people are sitting behind me watching me edit. It's oh, it's the worst. Show. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. Bad. It's just flop sweat and fucking me like kind of dragging my feet, hoping they get bored and leave so that I can go <laughs> like dig into this shit and spend 18 hours fixing a thing that would probably take six. Yeah, is yeah. that is that a but but you but you're confident enough with what the final product is though you don't yeah, have problem with i know that. what it should look like and i know how to get it there it just takes me a long time and there's a lot of uh uh trial and error control z well yeah let's call or but, not control z what's that i call it apple still but command command z, i call it apple yeah. too my yeah. girlfriend yeah. doesn't know what i'm talking about well, because they, they used to have open apple and closed apple, apple right yeah yeah so apple z and uh undo stroke and then I finally figured out how to remap my keyboard, so I also have the redo. So oh, if so I, if I undo something, I can go forward and go. Wait, no, I didn't mean to undo that. But anyway, well, but, but that's one of baseball. that's one of the things that I think editing in particular has um, the relationship that you guys have with your assistant editors, where it's like you guys know how to tell the story, mm-hmm. and the assistant editors are always and and you guys. You weren't really an AE much, Never. were you? But you were an AE for yeah, a couple of years. Quite a few. I um, it. But it was your job to be like, if the editor is like, I want to do this, uh, and I know I can, but I don't know how to do it. It's your job to go like, oh, yeah, you do this. Or is it just the, the factor of like being younger and being closer to the software? Because that uh, seems like it's every AE I know knows the program better than I think the editor does. Well, you have to. I mean, you yeah. spend a lot more time doing, doing a lot more things with it. Yeah. And but but I mean conversely, when you're an assistant editor and then you start editing, you probably aren't as fast or don't know how to, to do like like in Avid. There's something called trim mode, mm-hmm. which is like most of editing. Yeah, and uh, at least as the way I do it, and like as an assistant editor, you don't have a lot of experience doing that, and so it can be kind of scary. Oh, okay. Especially if you learned on Final Cut Pro, which is so yeah. mouse-based. Yeah. Yeah. And then Grab Avid's and way more, yeah, yeah, and Avid's way more keyboard-based. It's funny, I used to have, I had two editors. It's music that, podcast. That I used to, oh, that's all right, it's editing, you, you know. This was also a Twitter request that we talk about editing. It was. Oh. No. Um, but the, the, um, the, it, it's funny because it's like they're they're doing they're using all these things in the toolbox and you're using all these things in the toolbox. Yeah. So just making that that jump. But I, yeah, I had two editors at one point. One who'd been on Avid since it came out, and one who was since it came out. That's like the early eighties. Yeah, no, he was a, he he was he was an older fella. He wasn't. He was a hundred and four. <laughs> he he was he was he was, uh, he, was yeah. he was still in his hairband. Uh, that's how old he is. His oh, Sunset oh, Strip wow. hairband. He was still touring with them. Um, great guy, uh, but uh, but the way he did it, and then the way the the other editor, who was probably like twenty seven, would would cut almost the exact same piece, were so different. Their right. process were so yeah. different, and I, I just thought that was interesting because it was very obviously younger had come in on like NLEs, nonlinear editing systems. Yeah, uh, NLEs, NLEs uh, had his all his EDLs in one place. Edit decision list. Yes. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> God damn it, this is fun. I do own nailedit.com. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I've never done it. Oh, I, I said it, that though. to you that I, I I texted you that no, six months ago or something. And I, I saw, I, I don't know if I was listening or if I saw it written. And I realized that nailed it is Neil edit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, think that was when we were How did I not? I feel like I've been living in the dark. That was not the origin of it, though. Right, but it, what a <laughs> what an incredible coincidence. Yeah, the origin was uh, uh, Emily Gordon was taking a photo of me at a dinner. I said, "Hold on, let me let me pose like I'm praying." And then she said, "Praying for a bigger dick." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at her. I was like, "You nailed it." And then she said, "Nailed it," <laughs> and I was like, "That's going on a T-shirt." And since then, man, I'm just raking in the doughboy. <laughs> well, today I, actually, I sold all 30 shirts that I made, and then gave away the other hundred. <laughs> and now I'm gonna make more, I guess. I don't. Know. Um, Second edition Neil's shirts coming soon. The uh, I just gave you back one that we found while we we're yeah. doing the garage sale. If anyone's a double XL wants a Neil's shirt, never worn. Baby shoes, never <laughs> sold. What is it? <laughs> Podcast. For sale, baby shoes, never no. worn. Instead, Oof. it's for sale. Double XL, kneeled it shirt. I was going to say uh, sidekick spinoff podcast t-shirt, never worn. I don't know. Yours is wordy. Yep. Little wordy, guys. Little wordy. Uh, so we played some hip hop. We played some. Did we? What else did we play? Just those two hip hop songs. That's the end of Neil's hip hop corner. Okay. Well, you said you, uh, you downloaded some other stuff too, right? Didn't you? Yeah, I did. The isolated Alex Van Halen drums track from Hot for Teacher. Alex? Wow. Not Alex Van Halen. Alex is a kid, isn't he? No, that's Wolfgang. Oh. And he's in the band now. He plays bass. Listen to how crazy that fucking kick drum is. Which one's the kick drum? The bass drum. Yeah, the low. It's like a galloping horse. It's like a I mean, do we technically we probably have to talk about this drumming, right? I mean, then it then That's it's us talking yeah, about it. Yeah. It's commentary. Yeah. Well, which it is. <laughs> the, you, you know, this drumming is from only about half a mile away from here. Right. Yeah. South Pasadena. South Pasadena, Van Halen's own. Do you know what the original name of Van Halen was? Uh, just uh, no. Mammoth. Whoa. Wow. What a great name for a fucking band. Mammoth. But was Eddie like, hey guys, I got another idea. How about my last name? Yeah. Well, Al- Eddie and Alec, the drummer, are brothers. And I think they, when Roth, David Lee Roth came along, his personality was so big, Eddie was like, you know what, let's call the band Van Halen. <laughs> let's rein this people, in. Uh, I'm a fucking virtuoso. Spent a lot of time <laughs> alone learning all this fucking tapping bullshit. Hear this solo? Yeah. Not you, Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, Everyone I want to. Now I want to start a uh, start a band called Mammoth. 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 <laughs> it's like Mammoth, but it's David <laughs> Mammoth. And then, and then th. Mammoth. What are you fucking talking about, Cash? <laughs> See, are you fucking kidding me, Cash? <laughs> fucking. So you're gonna take. Uh, go to go to lunch. Go to. Will you? Will you go to lunch? Will you boom, 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 go to boom, lunch? Boom, boom. What's the uh, 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 Glengarry Glen Ross? Mm-hmm. So you take that, or no, you deliver 
your lyrics in the style of Alec Baldwin's speech, Coffee is for Closers. Coffee, cut, 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 coffee is for Closers. Man, is nothing from G4 survived the internet, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's really? still on there. Why? Because I made a, I wrote a sketch. Like, my brief career as a writer, I wrote a sketch. Or no, me and Jerry Duggan wrote this sketch. Before we get Jerry Duggan. Uh, it was like the Coffee is for Closers uh, thing, but it was... Uh, in the back of a Best Buy around Christmas, and this guy telling people how to sell video games. Oh. Eric Charles Nelson was in it. It was awesome. Hmm. It was like just fully lifted and then like cut and paste, like replace <laughs> words. <laughs> but man, that was a funny thing. Set of elf knives. That was the first thing I got paid through my corporation for, 2007. I was in one of those sketches. Yeah. I was uh, t- what clo- today would be called a Bitcoin millionaire. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> we were making fun of something that then later came on and made yeah billions of dollars. The the, the World of Warcraft swords uh, alt economy. Where, yes, like, you could go online and like oh, buy yeah. like assets for World of Warcraft. Yes, and like as pay real money. Yeah, and then someone who fucking had nothing better to do would had uh, had accumulated swords yeah. <laughs> or something, and then they would meet you in virtual space. And sell you these like video game assets. Yeah, Eddie Pepitone, Kirksey was in there. Uh huh. Who else? Um, Morge in it? No. I don't right. remember. You won't be able to find it. Good luck. That's some of the worst footage of a person ever recorded. Is the footage of me? I look. Oh yeah. That was that was the that's you, the that's you, the piece of footage that got me to grow a beard. I was like, yeah, that chin. You played or that the, lack you played of the guy that was. Like the head of it, yeah. yeah that was like a uh, uh, you. You were the one that was spending not, all the time. Not only am I a uh, d- uh, a sword master, I'm the owner of the company, and it, <laughs> I had a big sword, a wizard's hat, <laughs> and a big gold. Oh yeah. Gold. <laughs> how, many, how many tracks is that? That's uh, that's like four or five, I think. Oh my god! Good work. Yeah, yeah. You really, you really like. You put more more work into this podcast for this podcast than we have four or five years. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing a lot of good work with this, these isolated drum tracks. Yeah. Can I'm, you tell I'm what this just... one is? They told him, don't you ever come around here. Don't want to see your face. You better disappear. Ooh. If you were playing Michael Jackson on the show, we were going to get so fucking sued. <laughs> no. Beat it. Just beat it. All I can hear is Michael Jackson now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so not that. Halftime. Because uh, uh. this is Thriller. <laughs> Thriller night. Oh, Barracuda by Heart. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I. Wow, it really needs that yeah, guitar. Yeah, it really needs yeah. every other part of the song. <laughs> I don't know. I like those drums, but it really shows you. How, it shows you what drives the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for next week when it's all bass lines. <laughs> I mean, they got those videos too. Oh man. Uh, you know, what could have been is, oh, like when you search for isolated drum tracks, there's uh, lots of videos of guys playing along to songs mm, oh. <laughs> and then like hitting it note for note. Perfect. Like when you think of like, oh, a drum solo is kind of like this expression of your. Yeah. Like <laughs> the moment or whatever. And these guys are like note for note, like 
hitting it. The drums are tuned to the exact note. <laughs> like these guys doing the Phil Collins in the air tonight, like doom, 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 doom. And like the notes on the toms match. <laughs> it's crazy. That is there, do you, cause I know you, uh, I'm not a much of a musician, but I know you, you, know, you tune a guitar. Not much. Not much of one. I own, I own a guitar that's over there. And there's oh, a yeah. reason it's here Shut and up, not dummy. at home. It's so much meaner. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a bit pointy. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not the aside of uh, Fred Sanford. No, it isn't. Um, but do you, when you show up for a gig, do you tune your drums? Mm-hmm. Like I know you set them up, but is there a tuning process? Yeah. Yeah. And is there like a tune? But is it like a with fork drums, situation or like a? Well, is there a drum tuning thing? If, if you're like a virtuoso type person, then mm-hmm. yeah, you're looking for a note. Mm-hmm. But usually, it's just kind of a feel like or a, this yeah, one like a should sound. be like ding ding, and that one should be dong dong. Okay. And then it's usually a, a left to right, or if you're right-handed, a left to right like high. Mid, low. Oh, I didn't know. I thought that was all personal preference of like where no, no, everything no. goes. Well, that's the size of the drums. Yeah. So there's like kind of a little one here. And then to the right of that is a slightly bigger one. And then the floor tom, mm-hmm. which is the one that stands uh, on its own. The deeper that, one. Yeah. yeah, that's closest to the bass drum, which is the kick drum. Bass. Bass yeah. drum. Bass. 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 It's named after the fish. Oh. Yeah. The singing fish? Yeah. Billy. <laughs> Billy Those Bass. Billy Oh man! Remember when Amer? Uh, remember when online was just people re- reprogramming Billy Bass to sing different songs? <laughs> was that ever a time? Yeah. Oh, somebody somebody hooked it up to their uh, Alexa, so that it, like you can you can hook it up to Alexa and it will it will mouth the words of, as Alexa talks to you. I don't I don't need that. No, I don't need that in my life. I I wonder when we're gonna start getting like emergence of individual. Like, because they always have it in movies or comics and stuff like that is like the AI that's like a butler or like a personal AI. And they have like the beginnings of it now where, you know, you got Siri, you got Alexa and stuff like that. But like, are you, is Neil ever going to come home and walk in and see like, no, that's your ex-wife's name. So I'm not going to use that one. Uh, Ever going to walk in and see like Lydia. And it's Lydia because he chose the name Lydia and it looks like a picture. Talking about the movie Her right now? I never saw Her. Oh, you should have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's too bad it's gone now. I think what, yeah, we'll never see it. <laughs> I think what we're realizing, though, is the, the, how much shit we actually have to give up in oh. order for that technology yeah. to actually be able to do all those things. Yeah. You have to put so much information in the hands of a couple of huge corporations yeah. a- in order to make it work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like going out, uh, well, like yesterday, we went to a hockey game and like, Saying like, oh, let me pay you back for those tickets. Do you have Venmo? No. Do you have PayPal? No. The Cash App. <laughs> like, why don't you give me green bills? Mm-hmm. Or just don't pay me back. And then maybe down the line you buy me dinner or something. I'd rather that than fucking hand all that shit over to fucking Jeff Bezos and a bunch yeah. of dipshits. Except I just for- ate 20 cookies. Oh, Clinton's at that fucking cookie yep. Battle. Guys, uh, if you're able to go back in time, hit up this cookie battle that's going on today. It's for a good cause. And a frankly, cause? yeah, I think it is for a good cause. Is it a good cause, though? It's a could. It could cause. That's that's my that's I'm thinking about going as a mummy for Halloween. So I could cause. Uh, nailed it. Yay. I got to nailed it. Who is that? That's my girlfriend. Oh, Lauren. 
Thank you, Lauren. You don't want to. You don't want to give her last name. I see. I suddenly was like, <laughs> "Does she want me to give her last name?" No, I don't know how much here. she wants to be well, out there. Lauren's yeah. a delight. No matter yeah, if Lauren's you know her fantastic. last night or uh, last name. Animals that listen to the show. You don't want anyone nope. to. Yeah, we, they'll we, be. They'll be in her PayPal and her Venmo. Oh no! <laughs> um, Please don't. We're 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 j- currently just now moving in together. Hey! And, oh, congratulations! Uh, thank you. Yeah. I'm 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 moving to the valley for the first time in my. Oh boy! You're le- he's leaving the west side for yeah. the first time in his life. I, I've yeah for uh, I mean yeah today uh, this is the first time yeah, I've no, ever been uh, east of the 405. It's crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah no. No. The, that's, <laughs> that's the reason we had to do it at three at one. He was going to the Hollywood side. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, it's 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 weird, but. We just get so much more yeah. for the money. Yeah, you and, do. You and got a pool? Uh, you got a yard? Not ourselves, yeah. but oh, you got you got. Are you moving into a, her place? Or or no, we found we we got a. It's like a it's a apartment, but oh, it's no, a no. huge apartment, and it's got all the things that we wanted to have that because we were like we didn't have where nobody was forced to move, yes. so we were in a good position where we could like wait and find yeah. what we wanted. We just happened to find it really quickly. That's yeah. great, but uh, yeah, and and. Uh, you can get all those things in the valley when you put a search and then you, you start saying like, Oh, I want to have a washer dryer mm-hmm. in, in the unit or hookups. Yeah. They all go away on the West side. Oh. They're just like, Oh, oh yeah. wait, how much are you willing to spend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 the uh, Los Angeles and those, and those mapping, especially the mapping when you're looking for real estate, when you're looking for apartments or stuff like that, just, Moving a slider a little bit and seeing things just disappear yep. and disappear. And I, uh, I've been, I was looking with my girlfriend. We, just, I, just moved into her building or moving into her building, um, right when you listen to this. But um, the, uh, I went on a tour of the lowest, like all our bare minimums, and then the lowest price. And I have never been to worse places in a row. Like literally, <laughs> like three of them on the freeway. One of them across the street from something that that had just burned down like oh boy. just a laundry list of everything and it's like well yeah i guess i guess i wouldn't mind paying eight hundred dollars a rent if if i lived on this on-ramp it would that would not be bad but it's 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 insane oh, i didn't really man. have a there's no real yeah of that one i uh the there's a place for sale uh over by your house mm-hmm. and the only reason to pique my interest is because it's clearly like not like cold water. Or it's not like one of those like big real estate firms selling it. It's mm. like a dude mm-hmm. who is hustling, and he's got like a shitty banner out front that says "open house." Oh, and he's like out there with flyers, like staring oh. down every car that passes. Like, uh, come look at this house, and it's a beautiful house. It's a craftsman. Like, is this right on the other side yeah, of the, on the hill? Other side of Glen You know, you know why they're trying to sell that? Why? Because their last tenants built a fentanyl lab in the basement. Oh no shit! Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, because I I drove by it, and then my mom, for whatever reason, loves looking at real estate stuff. Oh. So she sends me listings all the time. And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I'm cash rich, Los Angeles poor. <laughs> like, I can't buy a house. Like, stop it. And uh, but I was like, hey, wh- how much does that fucking house cost? Because that guy, like, I like the idea of like. I'll buy a house from that guy, like yeah. not this, you know, yeah. fucking Sotheby's or like yeah. Warren Buffett or something. <laughs> like, 
like there's this guy who's like really like sweating in the streets yeah. trying to get people to look at this. No, no, he's sweating because he's going through withdrawal. He's got he's <laughs> got to sell that house. He was the guy. He yeah. was the fentanyl guy. He hasn't guy. taken a shit in six months. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, they, I mean they are working it really, really hard. But that is the yeah. thing is I think everybody like comes in and goes but, like this yeah. is amazing. What's wrong with it? And they they are legally obligated to say. Well, the walls might get you high or <laughs> give you birth. Is there anything back. I need to know? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Just the, just the stuff you're legally allowed to. You remember Willy Wonka <laughs> where they licked the wallpaper and then uh, got sucked up a tube into the abyss? You remember how everybody misses Michael Jackson? <laughs> like well, an- this has got a celebrity connection to that. Yeah. The uh, uh, But yeah, I, uh, my mom looked it up for me and it was... Uh, Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, 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 I was talking. I think my neighbors were talking about that house, and they're like, "What's weird about it is it like, it's come back up. Like when they they put it on the market, and they were looking for like six or something like that, yeah. and they were talking about like yeah. every month that goes by, they add another ten thousand dollars onto it. Yeah. There's no reason. That's for That's what my to. mom says. Like she goes, "This guy's out of his mind. He's all over the place." <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, judgment from. Claudia. Oh, man. Did your mom do real estate at one point? No, but she was like, you know, when she sold the house I grew up in, she she called it her gypsy years. Yeah. She rented a bunch of places waiting until uh, she could find a place that she loved that she could buy again. Nice. And, uh, so she she got in it. And then now my aunt and uncle are looking to buy a place near her. So she's, she's scouring. She's yeah. doing the work. Yeah. Should we do a twofer from a ska band called Sergeant Skag? Sergeant... <laughs> S G T S K A G. They're still making new ska music. They are making new ska. They're, it's well, there. It's. Let's I don't know if it new. ever the other. Yeah, I don't know how it ended and moved into. But ska was always on waves, right? Like the ska, the high school ska for us was like skank and pickle. Third wave, fourth wave. All right, that's it's like feminism. It comes in. Waves. It comes in waves. So it was like I think it might have been seventh wave or something like that. Because like the first wave ska is like proto Bob Marley like Bob Marley was a ska guy before he was a reggae what? guy yeah ska is older than reggae you better be able to back that up because that's my, that's I will amount to ba- blasphemy to who to talk about Bob Marley and about no he was there was ska was like a an, an offshoot of R&B oh and then ska turned into reggae what was uh what's the other one dance hall two t- was a two-tone Two tone is a kind. I think is a kind of ska. It's like the, uh, like the English. All the English ska bands were two tones, weren't oh, okay. they? Okay. Um, Rudifer and his Rudy Boys. So uh, this this fella, um, he didn't he didn't sign his email. I don't think. You but, think he's uh, the sergeant? He writes just to Jonah. Hi yeah. Jonah. Mm. Like you and I don't fucking exist. Like we like we're not the ones putting out a podcast while he's off with his robot friends. Yeah. So by the way. So those first two songs, the hip hop songs, those are like sent by PR firms. They're very impersonal. Fuck them. Yep. Like I don't, they'll never know that we played their songs. They can eat all the corn out of my shit. Uh, wow. But this one is at wow. least addressed to Jonah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but ignores Cash and I, who are doing a lot of work mm-hmm. while Most Jonah's out of town. Uh-huh. Uh, attached are two newest songs. First new music since 1999. Oh, wow. So these guys were... So these guys were a band, broke up for 18 years. Yeah, somebody went and got a doctorate. 
got the band back together. Somebody probably had a kid. That kid is now out of the house. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, look, guys, uh, maybe we can get this band back together. Because I cannot stand my wife. Well, <laughs> Please get me out of the house. This is a, a, a four-paragraph email. So I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, you know, give just you a synopsis. It up. Just it up. Yeah. There are some drug addictions drug addiction stuff going on <laughs> and then now they got the band back together uh they saw that we played something by their buddies the hemp studies oh, yeah. figured uh, that we would also like their stuff recur recorded early last year uh getting back into the swing of things and yada 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 you hear that folks they got sober because of us no no they got no sober yeah no because... they got sober because of us and then <laughs> they it's a one two three four five six seven person lineup well, Whoa. that's that's about um, that's your basic ska, right? You got a three and it horns. three rhythms, three horns, and a singer. Each each person they list the resume of other bands that I've never heard of, but oh. they're probably pretty good. One 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 guy was in a band called Rude Boy George. Rude Boy, that's I like another that. genre, right? Was his, yes, Rude. Was, or is that like a type of person? I think that's like a, a Rudy. Greaser. Rudy Rudy is a yeah, good boy. So Rude Rude, Rude, Rude Boy, Boy George. It. Uh, <laughs> the inquisitive one. Tarmac. <laughs> Royal Swindle. Royal Swindle. Steady Habit, Stepbacks. These are all great band names. Yep. Lady Friend. How's that for a fucking band name? Lady Friend? Lady Friend? I like that. I that's, like that a lot. That, that's like what Robin Hood called Maid Mary in it. That's what point. Carmela Rosamanda, Ros, Rosamando. She plays saxophone and keyboards. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, we got a twofer from Sergeant Skag. <laughs> And it's SGT period skag. Second skag. Um, and uh, this Where first from? one's called. Uh, oh shit! I didn't. Uh... That's all right. Somewhere with skags, probably yeah. military base. Uh, San oh, they're, Diego. They're from uh, Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> Facebook, Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so, where Harvard uh, is. This first song's called Funai Electric, and it's spelled all weird. And then uh, after that, we'll hear Murder House uh, by Sergeant Skag.
everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And together we're the hosts of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. What does that mean for you, the podcast consumer? Well, it means that you're going to get a lot of stories about how we used to do weird stuff to people in order to try to fix them. Do you know that we used to think diseases were caused by bad smells? And that we used to eat mummies for medicine? That's super funny. I kind of like it. Well, thanks, and we hope you'll kind of like our show, Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. It's available every Friday wherever fine podcasts are sold or at its beautiful, picturesque home at MaximumFun.org. All right. The secret is out. I, Open Mike Eagle, officially had a wrestling match. And on the next Tyson Fights, I'm talking all about it. From the rap battles that got it started. Open mic. You ain't ready. Oh, really? You like oh, really? <laughs> and to how I hurt myself in ways I didn't know I could. That day and the day before, I got so many texts from people who really care about me who were like, please don't break your neck. <laughs> the only place you can get the full story is on the newest episode of Tights and Fights. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Hey! <laughs> so much. I'm just going to kick it. Yeah, there we go. That worked. Can you kick it? That's a bit of music news that I remember from before the, the page what is, loaded. What is, what is this one now? It's hot for teacher again. Oh. All right. That's, all right. Well, I'll fade it up. Um... BC Boys have a book coming out. Uh, the remaining BC Boys, without uh, Adam Yauk, uh-huh. rest in peace. Uh, they wrote a book about uh, all their uh, adventures through time. That I think that'd be fascinating. Here's here's the one thing, and I think we've actually talked about this on the um, the podcast before. But one thing that I always wondered about the BC Boys is that they start out and they're a hardcore band, and they have those hardcore singles. And then they're a hip hop band, and there's yeah. no—I've never heard a discussion about like what well, was start, it that they made started it. They the hip hop act as like a joke act. It was like a, but that and then if, that got that in that that whole first album because I know they we, yeah. I, we were talking about that this, this earlier. The fir- from the first album to the second album, it's so far apart. Like they had such a yeah weird and they talk about that. maturity. Like, we don't make pop music. We don't understand why so many people listen to us. Yeah, like. It's, you know, they had the um, check your head was kind of like jazz. And yeah, like yeah, and they, they've, they've always had those like yeah the 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 in sound from way out, which is the collection yeah. of all their weird jazz stuff. It's cool, and yeah. it's it's but it like I, I I'd love to I'd love to find out about that stuff. So I can't wait to hear hear about this book. Uh, yeah, don't depend on interviews because apparently all the interviews they, it's just them dicking around, not answering questions. Oh, like, okay. It's really like every interview I, because I clicked through like several, uh, you know, magazine and online mm-hmm. uh, interviews, and they don't answer questions. <laughs> it's just like oh. drag Nathaniel Hornblower out again. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh, Mike's looking at his phone. Like the interviewer asks like a pointed question. And he's like, oh, and uh, uh, Adam or yeah, Ed Rock is like, Mike's looking at his phone. He's got no attention span. I'm like, you have no attention span. Yeah. That guy just asked you a question. Answer the <laughs> fucking question. But uh, 
yeah, so I can't wait for the book to come out. I'll buy it just to have it on my shelf and just have it as like a art piece. I probably won't read it because you know what? My eyes are tired. His eyes do get tired. These, you guys got I, editors. These eyes get tired looking at an effort all day trying to figure out how to get from trim mode to effects mode. <laughs> <laughs> just one click. Wow. This is, guys, you going to launch a parody just for just for post-production? Just editors and this is post-supervisors and Not only inside guys? baseball, this is inside softball. This is inside rec league. T-ball. <laughs> this is inside little league. Uh, one of the other editors on my show has a podcast about editing. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like, wow. So you're going to be on it or is he going to be on this? No, no, no. Are you going to bring he, some drops over there? He transitioned from uh, an editing podcast into a uh, like a self-optimization podcast. Which so. is kind of the same thing. You oh, guys are both self, self-optimized. I, yeah, there's no reason for me to be on a self-optimization podcast <laughs> because it's been 17 years since the Neil Mahoney New Commitment to Health. I remember the Neil no, Mahoney New Commitment to It was to do 10 push-ups before you go to bed. Yeah, it's been That's a... That's not a good time to do it. You should get it. You should do them right when you get out of bed. Ten push-ups is not a lot either. Was so that it? Ten, but ten no, push-ups. No, no, no. It was ten put. It was ten push-ups. Adding ten push-ups every night. Oh, so you yeah. started with ten, and then you would do twenty, and then you do thirty. And eventually, and, you do like twelve thousand push-ups yeah. before you go to bed, and you never sleep actually. At that yeah, point. yeah. Well, it just becomes your job. I don't yeah. think it ever went past the week. One of those weird like, like Hindu guys. <laughs> it's just like, please put money in the basket while I do these push-ups all day. I literally can't stop anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Neil Mahoney new commitment to health was when I was eating sandwiches from a gas station, uh, living in a, a box where my toilet was also my kitchen. Uh-huh. I remember that place. Yeah. We fa- I, I found that place in a James Elroy book like 15 years later. Yeah. That, where, so uh, he, he, li- he lived a, yeah. right across from Raleigh Studios. This was right when we were both working for Odenkirk back in the early days. And... It's this apartment complex, and then his apartment was like what you get when you get thrown out of a studio apartment for not paying rent. Like it was, it was called an efficiency, an efficiency, which meant it was a one room with a bathroom. Very efficient, yeah. But and you could wash your dishes in the bathtub if you wanted, (laughs) or the toilet. Yeah, if it was, you know, when you say if you wanted, it's because you mean it's your only option. Yeah. But, and I had one plate, one fork, one glass. But like <laughs> 15 years later, yeah. I'm reading a James Elroy book, and Elroy is talking about some executives at Paramount that used to keep a tiny little broom broom closet-like apartment across the street where they used to go sleep with their secretaries. And I was like, Neil, this is your apartment. Yeah. Like, he's he's describing exact, because it's right across the street from Paramount. It's There's Paramount like, and Raleigh, like that corner of Bronson. Yeah. And uh, it's a beautiful ivy-covered building with a courtyard and all this shit. And I was like, for like a, such a beautiful building, these apartments suck. Like there's nothing. There's like there's a toilet, and then I have like a walkway around my bed to get to the toilet, and that's the apartment. Yeah. And uh, turns yeah. out the rest of the the rest of the apartments are actually very nice. You just got the yeah. I just got the worst. one. You just got the like the yeah. the janitor's closet. I was there for a year or two years, and then they tried to raise the rent. And I was like, are you fucking high? <laughs> like, like, there's nothing for me. I, also, I was probably not a great tenant. Like, you know, I was loud and I came home late. And I oftentimes would lock myself out at 
two, three in the morning and would pound on my landlord's door and be like, I locked myself out. And, uh, yeah. Those eyes. One time I locked myself because there was like the gate to get into the, like the complex. And then you had the key for your door. Mm -hmm. I had the key for my door, but I didn't have the key for the outside. And I climbed up the fire escape and like basically broke it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad news. It's never good when you realize that you can break into your own apartment. Oh, man. And that means anybody could break into your apartment and it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. And then, oh, and my car got broken into. That's the only time I've been a victim of a crime in that sense. But, like, my car got broken into and they, you know, went through all this. It was like, it was your pickup yeah. truck. And uh, they stole the owner's manual out of the. <laughs> well, no, box. this, I remember what? this story because it was. They broke into your car. They stole a set of screwdrivers that you had, no, no, right? No, no, Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had a, I had a toolbox. They stole the toolbox the first night. They came back this uh, another night and used my tools to break into the car again. Oh, God. And then stole the owner's manual. Because, because there was nothing left. It looked like a, like a, like a case logic for CDs. But, you know, it was like that mm-hmm. kind of neoprene uh, 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 booklet. But... Uh, they stole the, you know, they stole a fucking oil. I didn't know when to get oil changes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. You oh. go in and they're like, you've got too much. Yeah. Um, you got too much oil in your fucking car. Guys, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been a good podcast so far. We're, uh, shit, it's five o'clock. Yeah. We're, we're almost, uh, we're, we're in a good, good position. All right. Um, I got two more songs that I've like set up. Well, I want to ask Chris because we, oh. we we talk about your editing work a lot. Chris has been on three of my favorite shows in the last year. Um, Better oh. Call Saul, which we've talked about and does what a podcast did you about. Just do. Yeah, what did you just do? Yeah, oh, oh, the pen cap. He was trying wow. to give him a pen cap back. Uh, he also does the excellent Lodge Forty Nine, which if you guys haven't watched, first man, I just watched the season finale like two nights ago. It's so a, crazy. It's a great show. It it feels like it belongs on AMC, but it doesn't feel like any other AMC show. It's really cool. And uh, also did a uh, favorite of yours and mine, Patriot on Amazon, which is coming back yep. for a second season. He didn't work on the second season. Did I he? did not, no. but I am about to start work on the, the guy who created that show, uh, his new show. Con- uh, Conrad, right? Chris Conrad? Steve Conrad. Steve Conrad. Chris Conrad plays... Um, is he his brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he plays the... Oh, I like, can't remember his name. Oh, the, the, the best. other guy that he works with. The, like the, on, the, guy, the guy who's like... His buddy at on the... On Patriot? Yeah. On, yeah, the, no, but yeah. He's, he's the... You said no, but... Well, no, he, he's on me. Patriot, but he's, he's, he's the not guy a who, spy. He works at the company. The guy who works... Oh, like the, yeah, the, the doofus. The yeah, muscle-bound yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's Steve's brother, Chris. <laughs> well, and Steve... He's awesome. ...also wrote a script that I've heard about. Um, my buddy Jeremy was actually telling me about it. Uh, that is legendary. That is, it's called... Uh, what is it? Schmad, uh, Chad Schmidt, which is the story of a guy who looks exactly like Brad Pitt and comes to Hollywood um, and is played by Brad Pitt, <laughs> but it's just him trying to get jobs and like getting jobs because he looks like Brad Pitt to do stand-in stuff. And it, uh, it's a, apparently it's a script that uh, they bought and they've worked and like Brad Pitt heard about it, read it and was like, yeah, I'm doing this movie. And then they've never, they've never gotten it to a point where they, they've, they've moved into production, but it's like a bit of a bounce off of being John Malkovich. Yeah. But uh, I've, I've, I've heard things about the story and then, he get in in it. Chad Schmidt gets job doubling for Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt is also in it as Brad Pitt. Uh, but to distinguish from them, I guess he's wearing a motorcycle helmet through most of it. So every time Brad Pitt is on screen as bad Brad Pitt, he's 
doesn't have a face. <coughs> it's very strange. But Patriot is, a, in a, is an amazing show. inside kickball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they could probably get that movie made right away if it was Pickleless Rage. Because that, that guy will do fucking any movie. Oh, man, have you seen... Not yet. Have you, you haven't seen the GQ thing that he, that he did recently? No. So they do this thing... Uh, and I can tell because it's something that I, I like in another life I would have produced where it's they get somebody for for their new movie and they're like, we're going to sit you down and we're going to say the name of an old movie. You just give us like an association with it. And I've seen him do it with other people. And, you know, The Rock sits down. They're like, oh, what was shooting the Scorpion King like? And he gives them five sentences. They did this with Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage gives 25 minute answers. Whoa. And it is awesome. It is because it's leaving Las Vegas it's Con Air. It's oh, like man. everything. And he starts like he starts breaking down what the thought he put into developing the character for Con Air, which is literally like the only time anybody's ever thought about uh, a character in <laughs> yeah. a Michael, Michael Bay movie. Dear and what daughter, he does, I am fine. Remember the beginning of that yeah. movie? It's, it's, he's, got, he's working like one of the least convincing accents it's, you've ever heard. In and, that movie. and you hear him talk about it and he's like, yeah, my whole thing was that like. Uh, this character is who I would be when I was like, this is who I, when I was seven, this is the badass that I thought maybe I would grow up to be. So that's what I'm playing it as. I'm playing it as me, like my seven-year-old brain came up with this character. Like not me as like a fully matured person, but just this thing. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. But it's, it's like 20 minutes long, 25 minutes long. And it's just bursting with really, really cool stuff. It's on the GQ site. But yeah, he, but he, they, he, they also talked to him about sort of the terrible movies he's he's in and he's very like passionate about those too like it, it's he's a fucking weird dude I've worked with do, his brother do they do motherfucking ass Jesus dog yeah <laughs> so you got like a let's see effects mode pitch shifter audio mixer tool. oh no I had a I, I have a I, I didn't know like if there was a line to cross with Bing <laughs> No, it's all right. The the Bing Association yeah. is pretty dead. Oh, then motherfucking Bing that shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know if there's any sensitivity the, to it. I, no, I, no, not at all. The motherfucking Google it, dog thing was a piece of audio I ripped from uh, the raw footage in Drunk History when they would they used to go around to every city where. Oh, they don't do that anymore. Not really. No, they. It's, They've gotten better at it. They do more theme shows rather than geographic specific uh, shows. But they used to go to like, and that was from Detroit. And there was this dude who had hair like I have now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm evolving into this dude who had like he had a he had a like a like a champion sweatshirt, like a non hooded sweatshirt, like heather gray like sweatshirt with a pic like a photorealistic. Uh, screen print of a Yorkie terrier, on it, and it just said Yorkie <laughs> underneath it. And he had a gold chain over the top of it, and he had long, shitty black hair and a mustache. And he was so adamant about uh, uh, all these Michigan things like uh, uh, Fago soda and certain potato chips or whatever. And he started talking about these potato chips, and someone like the boom operator or something just started giggling. And he just pointed at him and goes, motherfucking Google it, dog. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I don't know when, but someday I'll have a podcast. <laughs> and I might need this. 
But the karmic price you paid was to grow into that guy. Cause yeah, now I'm that dude. Yep. Fucking flannel shirt and a knit hat and 78 degree weather, <laughs> Southern California. It's higher than that today. Guys, write in. Tell us the temperature at your house. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Is it hot? Is it cold? Hey, Donald Trump today decided that uh, trans people aren't people. Yeah, go fuck him. So we're going to play a song from a feminist trans-fronted punk rock band from Baltimore. Uh, they write... Hi, fellas. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my band Santa Librata put out an album in March, uh, and it would mean the world to me if you gave it a spin on your on your show. It's riff-heavy punk-influenced rock with attitude that I hope you guys like. People seem to like the song I'm not going to play. <laughs> but uh, I did listen to their whole album. They're awesome. It's, like, oh. uh, it's a good, shouty, yelly kind of punk rock band. They're called uh, uh, Santa Librata from Baltimore. And this is their song called Warfare Queen. Not to be confused with Welfare Queen, which is a political tactic used by Reagan in the 80s to like demonize uh, uh, underserved uh, civilians. But um, Warfare Queen by Santa Librata.
about it. How about it? Pick up your microphone. Oh, I picked up my microphone and we're back. Guys, that was Santa Lindra. Santa Lindra? Santa, Santa Librata. Santa Librata with Welfare Queen. Da. Da? Yeah. Oh, well, then I need to. Oh, yeah. I spelled it right. Warfare Queen. Uh, guys, it's been a it's been a good show. I, I feel like um, yeah, we did really well. Chris, you should come back when Jonah's here because like he really knows how to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just 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 I, I love the alternate drops. Like I think it's I think it's so yeah, perfect. You it's you uh, congratulations on nailing a bit. We haven't been able to do that in months. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh my god. I was gonna say like, you should send that to me, but I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, I want it, you to come it, with it. it like, it's special. Like, yeah, it should be like, uh, 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 you know, when you know special guest star shows mm-hmm. up on the show, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, Hervé Villache shows up on on Love Boat instead of Fantasy Island. I forgot he did that. Hey, that movie's coming out soon too. Yeah, Peter Dinklage as Hervé Villache. It's, it's the role that I'm sure he got pitched to play a lot. Um, well. He's the only one. Yeah, what was that call? Fine. (laughs) Yeah. You guys have seen Living in Oblivion, right? Yes. Oh, I haven't seen it in years. Oh, man. He's so good in that movie. Yeah. Why is my character a dwarf? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had a dream about a dwarf? I'm a dwarf. I've never had a dream about a dwarf. So fuck you. He's he's such a dick. He's great. Uh Oh. Do you think that is one of, like... If you are Peter Dinklage and you get to a point where, you know, you're on Game of Thrones and people are coming to you and you're like, we want you to be in this, we want you to be in this. And it comes to that point, as it does with a lot of actors, where it's like, okay, you need to start developing your own projects. Does he go out and immediately grab the Hervé Villachez rights? Because you're like, this is somebody everybody knows and it's a role I that's not made for me, but it's like it's a role I can play, so therefore... I want to like get the right writers on it. I want to do all that. Or do you think it's a, it's like a call? That had to be a call. Yeah. I because I, I I every I think it's based every on a book though. Isn't it's it? based yeah. on a real thing that happened. Yeah, no, it's yeah, based, yeah. It's based yeah. on like an article, like a weekend. This guy spent. Oh with yeah, him. it was yeah. like a Playboy. Spread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spread. <Ugh. laughs> uh, yeah, the famous <laughs> nice a Playboy, Playboy profile. Yeah. Real nice. Um, yeah. Back back when we read it for the articles, as opposed to now. When we're illiterate and can just find pornography, um, guys, I don't, I don't know. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you doing an impression of James Adomian doing uh, an impression of Jesse, Jesse Ventura? Ventura. Yeah. It, it it wasn't that, but it sounds it's, like that. It's because as soon as I like fucked with it, uh-huh. it was like that sounds a lot like Adomian. Yeah, it does. My good friend Adomian. I'm just we're on a last name basis. <laughs> You're on the same uh, kickball. Oh yeah, you know he was telling ball. me that. Oh Domo, Domo, uh, my buddy Doms, J Do, Caleb. That's what he calls you. Is McCaleb. Yeah, I'd oh. be fine with that actually. Yeah. All right, rounding out this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, well, let's uh, let's do some plugs because uh, okay, uh, what, you you got anything coming up? No, nah, I got dog shit. I got uh, nothing. Uh, Working sixteen hour days with a fucking three hour commute each way. Can you talk about what you're? Working no, on? I don't want to. Because if I do, then maybe I'll get fired. And oh yeah, it's I like guess embarrassing. That's, that that's I a good got fired. Um, well, I'm I'm working on a get out the vote thing. Um, so everybody, go out and vote November sixteenth, please. Sixteenth. Yeah. Um, you know the ten day anniversary of when you voted the first time. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're gonna get people out to vote, you better go yeah. the actual day you're supposed to vote. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of there's I, a lot of factual mistakes in these get out to vote things. I keep forgetting that I signed up for permanent like vote by mail status. Oh, really? I get I get I get my ballot in the mail mid October, and I'm like, <gasps> like I start panting, like oh shit, like fuck, did I fuck it up? And then I realize I just gotta go download the Democratic Socialist voter yeah. guide and. Just yeah, check all those I, I I I don't don't like to tell anybody the way to vote, but the the DSA uh, is is very helpful at least for me. Uh, I feel the same way a lot about issues. Um, so please get out and vote, Chris. Um, does you you're just coming off a hot run where fucking two hours a week of uh, a <laughs> network was was probably going to have some of your work into it but are you have anything coming out recently new new show uh, I'm going to be at Hilarities in, um, <laughs> in Bloomington oh yeah no 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 that's a comedy addict that's oh, a comedy I'm gonna addict be at the, no I'm going to be at uh, Hilarities Hilarities oh yeah, okay it's that yeah. they just opened it it's it's uh, you've I guess heard of food the, trucks this is a, a comedy truck it's the top floor of a strip mall um, it's a I've never even been to Bloomington Hilarities on <laughs> Uh, no, I, uh, I, yeah, everything that I'm doing will, you'll see in like a year. That's yeah. the way it works with you guys is like you work, you work, you work on something. And then when it comes out, you guys are nowhere near the project, yeah. uh, for the most part. Although you guys, you were, you were on solo while it was still, while it was coming out, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I would say, I would say if, if, if I'm plugging anything, I would, I would say watch Lodge 49. It got yeah. renewed. Thank God. Yeah. For the oh, second awesome. season. Yeah. And, uh, and they're, I know that they're hard at work on the writing of that, and uh, it, it's the, they're all on AMC. They're all you know wherever you get shows. Uh, it's a really good show, yeah. and uh, yeah. and then if you're a fan of Better Call Saul and you've never heard the Better Call Saul Insider podcast, it there's is. four seasons of it, and <laughs> it's all free. You can go. It's on iTunes. Just search for the Better Call Saul Insider podcast. It is a candid, uh, very. Uh, Often uh, the 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 main thing, main criticism we've ever gotten is that people are just too nice to each other, oh. and so it's like a lot of like people congratulating each other about how great they are with their job. But <laughs> which is, I mean, that's a fair criticism of the show. But, but it, the, the, it's, it's none of it, it is fake. Yeah, like yeah. this is Ernest. there's no shit. These are like the nicest group of people you've you've ever met or worked with. So I, I said it to you last week. It's a good I, podcast. I, I, I just finished the podcast. Um, the fin- the finale is awesome. You do like your main interview, and you do a couple of different interviews, which I thought was r- really great. Really worked. Um, but the thing that I said to you the other day was. It is insight into a place that everybody wants to work that and it's people who love doing their jobs, which is everybody I, in my life. That's my goal. That's a lot of the people I work with goal is to like be happy with what you do. We'd be proud of what you do. And that's a reflection of everybody on that show doing that. And it's so just as someone like even when I'm working on shit, I don't want to work on listening to that podcast makes me it, it helps helps me focus on like there is good stuff in this world and there is there are there, there's still a goal, and it, it's it's really, really great. It, it, as a person that works in the industry, it's illuminating. As a person not in the industry, I think you learn even more about it, too, and so much about how ideas work and how I how things come to the screen. It's so great. So please... I'm glad you feel that way. Please listen to that. Um, as, as someone who worked in the behind-the-scenes industry on a lot of different shows, I think, you, I think your podcast is the top of that well, idea. Well, thanks a lot, man. Yeah. It's it's really awesome. cool. Yeah, um, I can't wait to dig in because 
again, I've got an insane commute. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been burning through podcasts, and I know enough about murder. Yes. I know <laughs> enough about hardcore history. Uh, well, if you sign up for Audible this month using <laughs> the... Uh... Hey, no free rides for that Audible, people. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we can't get advertisers. We... Yeah, we... Any movement on that? Yeah. God there's, damn it. There's... Let's make some money. God damn it. Well, I, I think we should sell out. I think enough of our indie I crap. I thought we did. No. It I turns out we this didn't. this whole Max Fun thing was like us selling out. No, I think we, we needed to I go to show like... show up once a week now. That is true. You did not I got to be show. relatively sober now. Well, that was, but the, you you did that on your own. Yeah. Wait, they they force you to be sober? <laughs> no. No, but the drug testing. It used to be I could pretty much walk to Jonah's house and then he moved and then Yeah, now we're in the office. Now we're in like South Pasadena and like this fucking <laughs> this is a cool office. Though. It is it is a I cool like office. this. How about you, those alpacas? Yeah. Or are they llamas? I think those are alpacas. Those are alpacas. The black one's a llama. The rest of them are alpacas. Um, I don't like that there's some that are looking right at the camera. I don't like that those ones on the right. I don't care for that at all. I like it because we're talking about a... a, a, We talked about that last week, too. Yeah, like a Costco uh, kind of... uh, I I, I never want this picture to ever end up on the internet. (laughs) So it's just like people... The fans come and they're like, oh, is that the picture? Well, it's going to be like like the Daily Bread painting. Like Everyone has seen this at some point or another yeah. in a doctor's waiting room or something. But it's a bunch of white alpacas and then one black one. And it's kind of like the minor threat uh, out of step. Oh, cover. yeah, it is. So, but classier anyway, and New Zealish. Um, I screen capped this email submission wrong. And I didn't get the first part, which was the funny part. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, this band called Berater from Portland... <laughs> They're a hardcore band, and they said they they addressed the email to uh, just Jonah and Cash. <laughs> I was the one answering the email, <laughs> and it took every bit of restraint for me to just reply. Okay, why don't you send us a link? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. They were like, "Oh yeah, we're like we're this band," and blah 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 blah, and then just had no contact at wow. all. And so I was like, that's rock and roll, man. <laughs> Send us a link to your shit. And oh, oh, wait, here it is. We're a three piece. Oh, oh, no, this is how they address it. Hi, guys. And Neil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're a three piece hardcore group out of Portland. We just released our second EP on Bandcamp and the hollow sounds, vivid nightmares. Um, we'd love for you guys to check it out and give uh, one of the tracks to play on the podcast. Oh, shit. Was that? Hollow Sounds of Vivid Nightmares. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought that was the ska band played. Nailed it! Nailed it. <laughs> um, uh, we'd love for you guys to check out and give one of the tra- tracks a play on the podcast. I reply, send us a link. <laughs> <laughs> he says, apparently I sent that after a night of too many beers. And then he attaches the link, uh, beraterpdx at band, uh, .bandcamp.com. And... Uh, yeah, you can follow him on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram. Though we hardly use Twitter, they say. Um, so this is uh, the end of the episode. Yep. Yeah. God gave. You asked for plugs. I don't. I don't really have anything. No, we we got it. I was just wanted to plug his shit, but I thought you figured I'd just on send, in, send uh, me real if, estate listings. If you're on Instagram, uh, 
generally every Thursday I post a picture from my oh my, yeah he's my got, horribly awkward oh, yeah. childhood yeah man you so, got you, you got aged that right I, I just, you, well, you ended up great if friend. you're well hey let's get out of here hey <laughs> thanks a lot no if, if you're a fan of uh Jonah, uh, if you've heard of Jonah Ray, he's yeah. the he's this is his podcast. <laughs> um, uh, he if you follow him on Instagram and he does those throw up Thursdays. Yeah, uh, he and I followed a, a what seems like a pretty similar trajectory, <laughs> where we had maybe some some overweight times, maybe yeah. some awkward times, some glasses, some real bad looks, and I, I looks we also Strong seem choices. yeah, and yeah. we seem to have had parents or at least a, maybe a mom who uh, was interested in in. Uh, Really capturing that moment for us. <laughs> so he's so, never gonna want to forget this. Yeah, Chris McCaleb. That's me. Yeah. Uh, if it you're is, on Instagram, it, it, I'm not it is private or anything. Pretty spectacular. Like the, like the just the, the windswept. Like Some you know when they say winds windswept. It's like you were turned around when the wind swept through. So the fucking back of your head looks like the front of your head. Some real bad person. looks. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, Jonah will be back, but not for a while. Um, how many more weeks is this tour going on? I think it's like three more, three, three. but he's coming through LA. He's coming through LA. Internet, so we, we will have him. Yeah. We, oh yeah. We're going to the show uh, next weekend. LA. Uh, no second weekend in November. I think. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many more of these fucking things we got to do? Mm, we could probably rerun the first one next week if we wanted. Nobody knows. Rerun the first one. <laughs> I don't think that'll fly. Just play it backwards. Uh, see if anybody notices. <laughs> Not next weekend, but the week after that, Dave Clock is going to come back and oh. tell us stories about being a tour manager, being on the road, all the cool posters he's doing. And he went to North Dakota and taught a bunch of kids how to screen print. Wow. At college. Oh, at a college. Yeah. Well, you didn't just like gather up street urchins and give him gloves and a squeegee. If I was going to give him anybody a street street urchin gang, it would be Dave Clock. Yeah. He's a natural born leader. Send in your street urchins all, all the way. way. Yeah. Okay. Na, 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 another Toto na, na, song. Na, na, all right. Na, 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 so this is Berater with Hollow Sounds and Vivid Nightmares. Or is that the name of the EP? Or is that the... That's the name of the song. It's the eponymous. Uh, epo- e- e- yeah. e- eponymous. This is Berater. Hey, have you tried these mashed potatoes? Yummy!